Hi, friends and colleagues. It's Nikki from Full Voice Music. Today's podcast, episode 92, voice teacher and social media expert Karen Michaels is returning to keep us updated on all things social media. Welcome to the Full Voice Podcast, teaching strategies and resources for voice teachers working with young singers. Now here's your host, Nikki Loney. Welcome back to the podcast, my dear friend and social media expert, Karen Michaels. How are you? Yay! I am great. How are you? I'm super. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to talk to you. There's so much going on. New things in the social media land. It is like, yes, I have like, I could, I could actually talk for 10 hours, but I know that we're not going to do that today, but <laughs> that would be so, a long podcast. <laughs> that would be like the longest, we could maybe be in the Guinness book of world records for <laughs> longest podcast ever for social media updates. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, th- that's why I love having you um, as not only as a good friend, but also as an advisor, because I can't keep up. I cannot keep up with everything new and exciting. And it seems as soon as I get my head wrapped around one platform, mm-hmm. the rules change. Yes. Why? I know. And you know, it's just that honestly, and I, I think we've even talked about this before. Honestly, the platforms continuously try to get better Hmm. and become more user-friendly and become more of what we want. Hence why when Facebook did that big changeover and business pages weren't getting the leverage that they were getting, it's really because the user experience, people wanted to go back to seeing each other and their children and their pets and their good news and Ah. all of that, right? So Mm -hmm. it's it's really, um, I always think that it's really positive when they're doing these upgrades. It's just like, you know, when we want to redo our home or paint the wall and make things nicer for ourselves and for our people. Mm. It's, it's exactly the same thing. They're just painting the walls. They're just painting the walls. <laughs> and I mean, really, I, I, I think most of us just don't like change. So we just complain. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, complaining can be fun, right. uh, although True. not very effective. That's why I guess I'm working, right? Because mm-hmm. for some crazy reason, I love all the tech stuff. I'm like the hashtag tech chick, right? And <laughs> um, <laughs> and I have my secret sauce people that I follow daily, and that I'm either in their business group or I'm in their um, I'm on their feed, and so I'm looking constantly at what's going on so that I can share with all my awesome clients and make sure that we're staying on top of things as best we can. Right. Right. I love that. The other thing that I absolutely adore about you is that you are in the trenches with us teaching and you're a teaching artist. You're performing, honestly. And you have a wonderful um, young son who is going to middle school now. Oh, Oh, my Lord. Middle school is on and he like he rides his bike to and from school. So I'm not even in the transportation business anymore. (gasps) How does that feel? It's it's the dichotomy of yay and wait, <laughs> don't you need me? <laughs> I know. It's really amazing. My son is nine and uh, he's amazing. And I still try to, I'm still able to hold his hand. I'm still able yes, to hold his hand, but I know it's coming. The day where he does not want to hold his mom's hand is coming and I'm not ready for that day. And I always kind of tease him. I always say, 
Will you promise to hold my hand when you are a major league ball player? And he's like, <laughs> yes, but not when I'm on the field. I'm like, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm going to hold I him to that. I love that. Yes. Mommy land mixed with, with um, entrepreneur land, right? Mm. Is, um, ooh, those are tough moments sometimes, but I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, I work, like you said, so I have a studio a home studio where I teach. And so most afternoons you can find me in my studio and Skylar will be laying on the floor doing homework or, you know, while the ki- I'm teaching um, both my kids and professionals. And uh, really, seriously, is that like the luckiest thing ever? So I love that. I just, I feel super blessed. I love that. And now you've just kind of ramped up. You've started your teaching season for the year. Yes. How, yes. Are you, are you, have you survived the getting everybody into your schedule panic? Oh, that is so, I mean, it's really crazy because I have some, some of my, um, pros and like the kids who are going to, um, performing arts schools, mm-hmm. they pretty much stayed with me through the summer. They didn't take the time off so right. much, maybe a little bit. So I really try to make sure that I'm um, accommodating them the most and making sure they get the times that they want and make sense for them and then trying to fit everybody else in. And then I have three sets of siblings. And so I know. And so I'm trying to make sure that they have like back to back lessons to make their, it easier for the parents. Oh, uh, it worked all, it worked well for everyone, but one family, but then they wrote me and said, you know what? We don't actually we want separate days anyway. And I was like, oh, thank you. Gosh, that was so great. Uh, but that's so hard. I'm like, I need a scheduling assistant or something. I know, right? That's like so hard to do. I, yes, I know that, that our listeners are dealing with that or have dealt with that. And it, it's not really something that you ever, it's not about a mastering. It's about being flexible and patient and kind and gracious and organized. And you're mm. still going to have that person that, you know, needs that eighth day of the week. That's just yes. not there. So Yes, I do. And I have a, like the only kind of wacky thing I do is I have a little system called the sneak ins. Mm. So, because I don't teach on the weekends because I'm either performing or reserved for family. Right. Nice. And so, but if I'm, if I'm home and if someone has an important audition, of course, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not crazy about that. So I call it sneaking in. Mm-hmm. I just don't allow that as a regular lesson, but some of my like professionals that travel, they'll be like, Hey, I'm in town Saturday morning. Can I sneak in? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can totally sneak in. So that's so wonderful that you can accommodate them like that. And, and again, I think it's the, uh, as long as they don't take advantage of your, personal or family time, right? That's always the balance and the boundaries. It is. And you know, it becomes my responsibility to tell the truth. Right. About that. And that's, that's been one of the biggest things that I've learned from our group, from um, being a member of the speakeasy is that it's not bad business and it's not negative to say, I'm so sorry, but I cannot accommodate you in this moment, but I certainly can in other moments, Yeah, you know, and that's, okay to say that yes. both you know on a personal level and a professional level um 
you know, I think as teachers, um, especially teachers of the creative arts, we just want to give, give, give of our souls because we love it so much. Mm-hmm. And so we have to we have to make sure that we're protecting our souls and hearts as well so that we have plenty to give. Well, I like uh, I like the phrase. I don't know. I stole it off the Internet, which is uh, you can't you know, you shouldn't set yourself on fire to keep others warm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's a good one, right? Because we do that. We're like, we'll like cut our left arm off to get a student in for a lesson only to have them cancel on you last minute. Well, your family's out having lunch and you're not there. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And you know, as, as time has moved on and you know what, as I've gotten better with setting my boundaries, they, I, I feel like I've taught my families and helped them to, to set good ones with me and then for themselves, you know, so that they treat me better and then everyone is happier. Nice. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, it it really, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't good at that before. So it's definitely a learning curve for anyone out there who thinks, oh my gosh, I just let everybody walk all over me. Well, don't worry, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's dive in. Let's dive in to um, the social media updates. So for uh, for listeners who um, have been uh, listening to the podcast, you always come in, you're, you drop in every few months and you just give us what's up, what's working on social media, what's new on social media, and specifically gearing it towards independent studio owners. So using yes. the socials to promote and celebrate their teaching studios. So I'm going to, I'm going to turn it over to you. Where do you want to start? What's some new things we should know about? Okay. Well, some of the new things that are just really fun are, um, Instagram has new boomerang effects and story layouts that are being rolled out. So those are just fun little filters and add-ons that you can do to videos or pictures, um, to make them more interesting. That's really what those platforms do is they want your, your photographs and your videos to be interesting so that people stay on the platform longer. I mean, let's face it, the, the real goal for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Google My Business, all of those things is to keep the viewer on the platform. Mm. And so I always say when, when we utilize the new things that they do, Mm-hmm. When we try those things out, they will reward you by keeping you in the feed. Yeah. That's just the bottom line is that anytime you use the things that they've created, they will reward you. Oh, that's a good little tip. Yeah, they've taken the time to make these things. And so it's just, you know, it's kind of like if you compliment the chef, he's going he's gonna to give you extra stuff. And so we compliment, we compliment these um, platforms by utilizing all the cool stuff that they've built and created. You know, there's real humans behind this, right? Creating these. I love that. Now, I just could interject there. Your husband is a chef. Yes. Well, he works for Gordon Ramsay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So does he, does he compliment the chef? (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) He does. I love that. I love that. Especially when he's like, I have a fancy guest. Can I get some amuse-bouche for them, please? Which I'm sure. Well, that was French, right? So I I always try to get in a little French word with my Canadian friends. I love it. 
All right. So Instagram's got some new filters. So continue. We have new filters and story layouts, which are really fun. Those are being rolled out slowly. So what happens is they roll those out to the big accounts and then they will roll it into us. Because what they do is the big accounts kind of make sure that they've worked out all the bugs. Oh, I see. And, and, and then we get them. So that's why sometimes we don't get those new cool things super early. Mm-hmm. Um, another really great thing is, and Facebook is upping the ante on their stories as well. I saw that yeah this the the pictures and well on on facebook they're they're kind of like a rounded edge oblong and of course on um instagram they're circles okay and they really want you to use that and and i'm gonna give you like a super awesome butterfly effect secret sauce tip oh what you want to do is you want to create your story from your business page because i'm going to talk about this because there was a whole big to do about people's accounts getting um shut down. So we're going to talk about that because that's an important thing to talk about. So you want to create your post Mm -hmm. from your business page and then you can story it Ah. onto your personal page. Oh, So that way you're, you're following the rules. I'm air quoting like they can see us. Uh, You follow (laughs) the rules, which is create, you know, do business on your business pages, do personal things on your personal pages. Okay. And and I'm going to say that I can't say that enough. 50,000 times I'm going to say do business on your business page, do personal things on your personal page. That being said, if you share your post from your business page to your personal page, that is allowed. Okay. Because of course, all of our personal, well, maybe not all, but most of us have a bigger personal page than we do a business page. Right. And so that way you can leverage both sides of it. And then you, you know, you can ask your people, and by the way, like my page, if you're interested in my content. Um, and so that's a great little trick is putting your business page, sharing it to your stories because stories get seen the most. That's the secret sauce of social media right now is utilizing stories. Okay. Okay. That's really good because I see so many teachers now are really utilizing like a business page for their teaching studios. Now, what about a teacher that is like keeping their, their, like a lot of teachers create business pages for their studio to keep it private, to respect their students' privacy? Okay, so in my opinion, that might want to be a group. Okay. So that then you get all of the group things. And then their business page, their studio page um, is more about the selling of their studio. I never thought of doing that because you see people using their business, their studio business page, and that's where mm-hmm. they share all of the amazing things that's going on in their teaching studios. Um, but a group, like a private group would make more sense, I think. It does because then, of course, because especially those of us who have children, we really want to be careful about the use of their images on social media. Of course, we are all, of course, employing um, social media releases. Mm-hmm. Of course we are, right? Yes. Everyone is. Everybody is yeah, doing that. I know that. you are. Of course yes, I Yes, everybody's doing that. <laughs> I think you yelled at me like a year ago. And I changed that. <laughs> <laughs> social media releases. Um, and so if, you know, and, and it's absolutely okay if a parent does not feel comfortable with that. That is mm-hmm. 100% okay and their prerogative. And so... We would want to, and that way we can keep, if you have a group, then you can keep that sort of, it becomes more of a family Mm. sort of 
feel to that page. And then, but you can promote um, anybody that has agreed to being um, allowed on the, on the social media release. You can promote and use any of their photographs or what have you. And, um, and then you can just make graphics around you know the recitals and the exciting things that are happening or the cool classes that you're taking like you did the pronounce that certification oh i did i did my kadai level one training this summer yes like everyone right that's such a cool thing Mm. and so we want to talk about that and share it and and all of that so those are the kinds of things that are um great to share with the studio you know um Amanda, Sing City Vocal out here in Vegas with me. We did um, pajama karaoke. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Super fun. And um, so we and so we put that on our studio pages. Okay, I am stealing that. It, okay, it was the bad grammar time. Super the funnest. Super because the funnest. we, we um, what I wanted to do was have like a practice recital without all of the fuss. Like, oh, I what do I wear? What am I? And I'm like, okay, no hairdos, no wearing. I, no, come in your pajamas. And, and we were in our pajamas too. I love that. And then we had, you know, the sound set up and I played piano for whoever wanted. And we let tracks, usually mm-hmm. for recitals, we wouldn't do tracks, but we were like, you can use a trap. Karen will play piano for you. Um, a couple of my kids played because they, they're learning ukulele. So they played ukulele. I mean, it was amazing. I think that's so much fun. So much fun, right? And so we talked about that. And um, it, it, it's that kind of stuff. So it's really, I, I think it's a good idea to have your studio out there on Facebook or Instagram, wherever it makes more sense. And probably at this point, it's smart to have it on both, mm-hmm. Nikki, because the parents are kind of, that's the age group of um, on Facebook, essentially, sure. is that 30 plus. Yep. And then um, Instagram, of course, is younger. They, it starts in the teens and 20s plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then those of us who are older have jumped on because we love it. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I that way it. you kind of get both age groups. And, um, and I always, I I always say if anybody is really game and I'm actually, um, learning it a little bit is Snapchat. Like a lot of the young people are 100% on Snapchat Mm -hmm. and they always tell me you're the Miss Karen, you're like the only voice teacher that's on Snapchat. And I'm like, really? Okay. I need to think about that. I need to get on there more (laughs) because that's like a whole audience that I'm not even talking to. Duh. Well, you know, it's funny. I've been kind of talking to my students. I'm like, and and I just kind of want to know where they hang out, and I'm and but I asked flat out. I'm like, are you on Snapchat so that your parents aren't really? Uh, and they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> like a lot of my kiddos are the teens are hiding on Snapchat because they know mom and dad are hanging out on Facebook. And I often wondered why so many of my kids do nothing on their Facebook accounts, like zero. And and a lot of my students that have graduated, gone to university, do nothing yes. on their Instagram accounts either. And and I'm like, hmm, where are you hiding? Because I would really like to keep in touch with you. But I guess I'm not, I'm old and not cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not old and you're definitely cool. Yeah. But yes, they're, they're hiding out on the snaps. The snaps. So food for thought. Um, and, you know, I mean, the thing is, and as we, as we go through these platforms, you know, I, it's going to start feeling overwhelming. I know it is. And I don't want it to feel that way for anybody. Pick one or two and hang out there, you know, Mm -hmm. because 
that that's okay. And, and, and then if you're not getting traction, then maybe look at another platform and then you can release one of the ones that's not working and stick on one. Like I will say, and you, you, um, I just sent you insights not long ago. <clears throat> Pinterest is one of those ageless. Yes. Everybody loves it. Uh, you know that it's the second largest search engine next to mm. Google. And, and I think that's, I mean, I'm glad, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm really glad no, you brought that up because I don't think people recognize that Pinterest is a search engine. You know, I don't go uh, there to comment. I don't go there to, to connect with people. I am looking for ideas or hair color or a haircut yes. or, you know, a new something or other. And it's recipes. A recipes. I mean, all oh, the things. Yes. yes. Yummy, right? So that's why I think. It's best to have if you have, if you have a Pinterest account, you should have a um, a business account for sure. Mm -hmm. Of course, always mm -hmm. all of these accounts should be business. But you can have normal people things on there, and then maybe some of the other things so that you don't have to have a personal end of business. Just make those boards secret. Sure. If you want to do some of those, but like I'll have I have my you know um, lunch ideas for my son and. <laughs> Um, you know, things like that, style ideas for dresses I'm looking at for performances, because then it does show the audience that you are a real human. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about the, the singer, Karen, who teaches. But it's not so mm -hmm. boring as just that. You really are um, a well-rounded person in that you're doing interesting things and you're mm -hmm. fun. And so there's another reason for them to like you. But yeah, Pinterest, I mean, it, it's amazing. And now, as you know, you can add videos. Yes. And it, it it's a little slow in the upload. It's getting better. I noticed last week when I, I, I'm doing a little at a time and for my different clients and it's getting better in the uploads. Right. And like I've had to, they've turned sideways and then, you know, yes, it even happens to me and I'm really techie. And then I go the <laughs> next day and I'm like, uh, why is that sideways? So you just delete the video and do it again. And then it was all fine. And you know, these things happen and we just have yeah. to not panic. Right. Um, but what's so great about that with Pinterest is that, you know, then you can put a, a specific URL in, which means then you're driving people to either your product or your website mm -hmm. or your studio landing page mm -hmm. or that's what's so great. And and in fact, to go back to um, Instagram, as you know, IGTV has been fabulous for for us and for many of my clients, because once again, you don't have to have those big, huge 10,000 person accounts. Yes. You don't have to have 10,000 followers in order to put the URL in the description. Mm. So when you're uploading, so let's talk about IGTV because I think it's, let's face it, friends, video is where the world is and where it's going even more. Nice. I mean, one of the upgrades, you know, Facebook is looking at how to become a TV channel, oh. um, like like Hulu and Netflix. Mm -hmm. And then that really? way you would. Yes. Unbelievable. So that means we could have business content and news content. And oh, my gosh, it's really just fascinating what's happening in the world of technology. But but again, all I can say is video is the best form of advertisement for yourself. And so with IGTV, the videos can be up to 10 minutes long. Mm -hmm. And then after you, um, 
upload it in the description. You can put the URL to direct people to your, your again, your web page, your product, your studio landing page, what have you. So that's a really neat thing. And you don't have to have the 10,000. I mean, I don't have $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those are big accounts. So right. it's just fascinating what we can do. You know, it, it, it's um, to me, this is such a beautiful, perfect time, Nikki, because, mm. you know, back in the day we had to, you had to spend tens of thousands of dollars to be yes. in a print, to be in a magazine yep. or to be on television mm -hmm. or to be on the radio. Those were the only ways of advertising. Yep. That's right. My, and, uh, and no, it's not like that. No, my, I know my, my parents, uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, I know yeah. my dad and their business spent Yes, such a huge part of their uh, their budget was for radio advertising, mm. and 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 it and it's interesting because I I know that um, my dad's generation, um, talking to his friends, um, talking to him, they yes. do not understand social media, and they, it, it's so scary to oh. them, and and even like the conversations about you have this amazing reach and you can reach and it's free and you don't mm. have to pay for it. So they, they get suspicious because, well, what do you mean you don't have to pay for it? I mean, there's paid ads, <laughs> right? But, sure, but sure. so much of the, so much of the, the reach now is organic and it's about connecting with other people and it's just, it's, it can be overwhelming, but man, what a tool. What a tool. It is. It is. And I, I again, I really do understand the overwhelm because it, you know, I even occasionally feel like, wow, I'm just running to try to keep up and make sure that I'm up to date and whatever. But that's why I just say it's okay. Pick one or two. Even one is okay as long as you're feeding that platform with fresh new content. And the easiest way to do that is to look into your own studio. What did you teach someone today? What was what did someone say that sparked interest in what you thought? What book did you read? What course did you take? What YouTube video did you watch to see how they're doing the mixed voice or teaching the solfege or whatever it is? There's so many ways that we can create content for ourselves. I always say, look at your colleagues. Don't copy. Be inspired. Nice. Right? So people should look at your account. They should look at um, all the uh, studio accounts and go, oh, what a great subject. I'm going to put my spin on that. Nice. And, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And then if you're really, if, if really you're, you're lifting kind of the content from them, then give attribution and tag that account. That account will now be visible to your people and then how wonderful is that to to share the wealth and share the love of social media in that I way. I am so glad you said that. I want to shout out and say hello. There's so many teaching studios and mm. I they they'll tag the full voice like when they're using one of our freebies or or when yes. one of the kids finish the books and that makes my heart so happy. I see these smiling faces. I see these kids having fun. 
I can't Yay. tell people how how grateful I am when they take the time to do that. And I also want to tell you that it just motivates me and my team to continue to create more stuff for you. So I really appreciate it. It's just, and sometimes, you know, you have that really long day and you're like, yes. oh, and then you see one of those little sh- shared or tagged posts and it, and it just lifts you up. So I love what you said about attribution and I, I try to I try to shout out to teachers all the time that are doing wonderful things and uh, and I just think you make some amazing com- connections with people. Absolutely. I mean, wh- th- when I think about my current group of professional friends, I mean, I would literally not know you mm. without Facebook. I know. Isn't that? crazy and and like you know I have I have family in Ohio and they are they know what's up they know Mm -hmm. what they know what I'm doing and they know what's happening and um, because of sharing on social media and then messaging each other it's so simple it's it's you know especially on when when I'm traveling and I can't really text you know you can message through Facebook and that there really is um, there's so much positive and and I know uh, you and I had talked about this I really want to talk about the mindset Mm. of social media. And now for the My Music Staff Minute. Hey, Full Voice fans, Natalie here to talk to you about lesson reminders and the best ways to make sure your students don't miss their lessons. When should you use them? How should you send them? People are busy and their music lesson might not be the top of their mind. A timely email or text message can be very helpful to remind them that they have an upcoming music lesson or recital. Use an automated service like My Music Staff to send email and text message reminders so that you don't have to spend the extra time. Of course, it is possible to have too much of a good thing. As a rule, don't send reminders to families with regular weekly lesson appointments once it's become a part of their routine. It can be more annoying than helpful for your punctual students and has a negative effect of teaching families and email accounts to ignore your messages or even mark them as spam. So, what should you do? My Music Staff allows you to create custom event categories. While creating your event categories, you can set up reminders for some events, but not all of them. So uncommon situations like trial lessons and recitals can have email and text message reminders, but you would likely leave the reminders disabled for their regular weekly lesson. Start your 30-day free trial of My Music Staff today at www.mymusicstaff.com. Stay tuned for next week's tips and tricks on the My Music Staff Minute, exclusively on the Full Voice Podcast. I really want to talk about the mindset Mm. of social media. And, and I know that, you know, there's a lot of commentary and the studies that are out (laughs) about how there's a negative effect on people. And, and I'm not, I don't mean to negate those studies in any way, but what I think about that is if we are all sharing uplifting, positive content, Mm -hmm. And, and I'm not saying to be inauthentic. Of course, we all have bad days. Of course we do. Um, but if, if on the whole, if we are sharing uplifting and positive content and the wonderful things our students are doing, the wonderful things we are doing as humans and parents and teachers, and the wonderful things that we see our families doing, and we get that momentum going instead of the you know, especially, you know, in the US, we do have some difficult political rhetoric going on, Mm -hmm. you know, and instead of 
of course, we should have awareness around important things. However, instead of just focusing on that, if we focus on what is good and what is going right with what we're doing in our lives, if that becomes the 80% and the other stuff becomes the 20%, we can change the way people are feeling and what they're doing simply by what we post. I have, when I'm feeling down, there are like three or four um, accounts that I'll just go look at. Hmm. I know if I go on their account, they're always get, they're going to reward me every time. I'm going right. to hear a pretty song. I'm going to read a beautiful, um, uplifting graphic, um, inspirational post. They always make me feel better. And what would it be like if, if you were one of those accounts, yeah. if by us posting all the good stuff? Sure. And you, you know, know, I, I want to, uh, I, I get that. You know, I think one of the things that we suffer from is compare and despair, right? We co we compare, we see somebody else's, you know, congratulatory posts, you know, and we start to think, well, my students didn't do that. No, my students don't. And we get, we go into that scarcity mindset. We go into the fear. Mm. We go into the false narratives about mm -hmm. what is or is not happening in our teaching studios. And yeah, I, I try and I'm full disclosure. There's sometimes there's, I go on the socials and I think, oh, they're so much more organized than I am. And their studio is more vibrant than mine. Like we all do it. But then I stop of myself course. and I go, okay, that's just silly. Like I'm going to stop now. But um, I, <laughs> I agree with you. I think um, there's far more positive to the negative. And again, it's a tool and how you choose to use it will determine your success. Yes. So. Absolutely. And isn't that true of anything, right? Sure. Yep. So how we choose to use things is absolutely going to determine our success. And so I think that um, I just was listening to a podcast um, this weekend and um, this amazing woman was talking about the belief ceiling. And I was mm. like, oh, oh, my gosh, the belief ceiling. Uh, it's the it's the life coach school, I think, Brooke. Her name is Brooke. And um, and I was like, wow, the belief ceiling. Like, we are allowing ourselves to think, well, that's it. That's as good as it's going to get. Wow. And and we, you know, that is just, that is just not true. Mm -hmm. Because, and, and when, when we, if we want to bring it back to social media, even if you post only once a week, mm. right? That's 52 posts in a year. In two years, it's 104 and so these things do not happen overnight. And guess what? That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Because we we just want to we just want to share what we're doing and we just want to um make sure that people know about our fantastic studios and our fantastic students. And if you are not sharing your business, people it's almost like you're doing a disservice. Somebody out there needs your books, Nikki. Somebody yeah. out there needs, you know, the way that I teach with my, you know, I've got this kind of uh, gritty voice sound. And there's definitely people out there who were like, oh, that's such a weird voice. And I'm here to tell you like, hey, every sound is unique and beautiful. And all we want to do is make it a little, you know, we, we want to teach you all the best healthy ways to use it and all the things. And so when we don't share our gifts, it's, it's actually, I think, really doing a disservice for the people who need to find us. Right. I, no. 
I love that you said that, and I agree. I think, I don't know if it was Marie Forleo, but I mean, she mm-hmm. talks about marketing. Marketing, we all, people feel really icky about marketing, but marketing is communicating what you have to offer. It's not yes. dirty. It's not, you shouldn't be embarrassed. It is about being able to talk about what you do and share what you do and and not worry about the people who might not be interested. If it's something they're not interested in, then, then it's up to them to walk away. Like it's not. Absolutely. Yeah. And if we think of marketing as more storytelling, mm, I love that. Storytelling and sharing, then, then it takes away that whole, I, buy this, buy this, or buy my studio hour or buy whatever. And just talk Mm -hmm. about, wow, I just helped somebody, you know, nail their audition. I just helped somebody pass their, you know, exam. I just, whatever. And so it's really about telling the stories about what's going on in our lives and in our studio life and in ourselves. Um, And then that naturally becomes the marketing because that's what people are interested in. They're Mm -hmm. interested in stories and, Everyone has a good story to tell. I love that. Now, I have a specific question about Facebook, and I'm hoping you can help me because this popped up in my forum, uh, the Voice Teachers for Young Singers forum, Um, and we have such a fantastic group of passionate, wonderful teachers, so I want to shout out to my Facebook group um, that just keep doing what you're doing and sharing all that great information. But uh, somebody was asking about Facebook Marketplace. And I noticed this recently. So I was helping my dad. I posted um, a beautiful table that he had made. And Facebook automatically turns it into a Marketplace post. Mm -hmm. But somebody was asking, when I post in Marketplace about my teaching lessons, it gets removed. So, yes. So right now, apparently, they are only, it's a more product driven type of idea. Not service driven. Not service driven. Like, for example, I I don't know if you have this in Canada, but we have something here called Nextdoor. And, um, so, th- so next door for the, all of the United States people, we, it's, it's like, a um, a neighborhood app and you join your neighborhood oh. and that is, a yeah, that's a great place. I've absolutely gotten students from next door Ooh, and, nice. and you can, a lot of times people will, um, say, Hey, does anyone know a good piano teacher or voice teacher? And then the recommendations will come in and then you can actually link your business up. So that's oh. kind of a one of those wacky, and it's free right now. Now, is that linked with Facebook, or is Nextdoor a standalone kind of? Nextdoor is a standalone. Okay. But what I think is going to happen to tie these two things together is I think Facebook Marketplace is going to, it may segue into that. Mm, okay. But right now it is more product-driven. Now, one thing I do want to bring up about Facebook that this is new to me, It's prob- I think it's been out a little while, but there's something called Facebook Creator Studio. Hmm. And it will now allow you, drum roll please, it will now allow you to schedule Instagram posts. No. Oh my gosh. That makes me so happy. Well, that oh should my make gosh. you happy. 
<sighs> and it makes me really happy. It's a little glitchy. I, I tried some this weekend. It didn't slurp. I, I have things where, the, as you know, they slurps into from Instagram to Facebook. Some of them worked. Some of them didn't. So it's still, um, and it could be it could be user error, of course. Um, and so because, you know, you, I need to talk about third-party apps. And I, I, I realized I, I mentioned earlier about there's a whole um, discussion going on in one of my business groups about accounts being shut down. Um, mm. And so we have to remember that we have to follow the rules of the platform. Mm-hmm. You know, it's their home. It's just like you, when you invite me into your home and if you ask me to take my shoes off, then that's what I need to do because I'm in your home and you please don't smoke in my house and take your shoes off and, you know, don't bring your dog or bring your dog or whatever the rules are. And these platforms are much the same. And Instagram has always very clearly stated that they do not like third party um, scheduling apps at all. So that's that's something like Meet, Meet Edgar or Hootsuite. Yes, because half the time what happens with those types of apps, the good ones, like Hootsuite obviously is a very good one, but you're just scheduling and then it pops up a reminder, post your thing now, because they couldn't directly really do it. If you did the hack or the workaround, you could get, you could get dinged. So yeah. And you know, there's no one to call like, hi, my account is shut down. There's no one to call. Right. It's very, it's a brutal process. Um, that I've had to help two people through and they're still struggling trying to figure out how to get everything back up. Wow. Um, Yeah. And it's, you know, so we just have to follow the rules. And so now that Facebook creator studio, and as soon as, if you put that into your URL Mm -hmm. on your computer, Mm -hmm. it will pop up and then it will populate. It will take your uh, Facebook login information and it will just it will all appear for you. Ah. And that would be like your business manager. Mm-hmm. Now that's getting a little deep into Facebook, but everyone has a business manager account on Facebook if they have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so you can schedule these posts in there. You can have multiple accounts. Um, I'm actually, it's so exciting that I, I signed up for a class because I can't help myself. So <laughs> I'm going to be learning more about it and I'm sharing it. But it's really um I think it's going to be a game changer. And another thing about Facebook, I know because this was que- this was a, a big question. How do I how do I stay on track and not get lost in the feed, and mm. and you know get distracted? Yes. And of course, always use your Facebook Pages app, different from the Facebook app. Mm-hmm. There is a literal app called Facebook Pages, and it has more insights. I'm sure you've looked at yours. Yes. It has more insight information. You can really see what, how many people looked at your stories, how many people looked and liked your, um, your posts. And sometimes what you can see is people who will have liked your posts, but they are not a part of your page. And you can invite, 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 invite to like your page right there in the Facebook pages app. And that's a great way to build the numbers on your page because Mm. on Facebook, and it is true with Instagram as well, with every significant number increase, it's like 250, 500, uh, 1,000, 1,500. It's basically ish goes by 500s. Um, They give you more stuff. That's the best way to think of it. The higher your follower and like numbers are, the more, um, traction you get. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I hate to say that because I don't want people to get ca- caught up in that number of followers game. Sure. Because if you're serving, if you're serving your 300, 400 people, if you're serving them well, they will reward you of course. in triplicates. 
So that. yeah, but that the Facebook creator studio and the Facebook pages app to me are, those are game changers. Mm. And, um, those are time savers. And as yes. you know, as independent studio owners, we know anything you can do by saving time. I, one of the things that I had to kind of wrap my head around and make peace with. And once I yes. did, my life got so much easier is that um, social media, whether it's getting to know the apps, whether it's taking time to create the posts, <laughs> should really be put in our administration time. Like that should be, mm -hmm. that should be scheduled in our week. So, yes. so I, you know, looking at my week schedule and, and, you know, Mondays, I declared our media Mondays where before, you know, I'm spending, I'm spending focused time looking at my stats, looking at my socials, creating new posts and, and planning and scheduling as much as I can or talking mm -hmm. to you or mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. I have to do. And, you know, yes. it took me forever to recognize that it should have been a priority, which I think is where, why a lot of people are overwhelmed. Yes. Right. So we kind of, right. we flit in, we flit out. We're, we're good one week. We're not good the next. I mean, consistency is really important. So I think, I think that's one of the big challenges. We are busy, but just like just like keeping track of your finances or you know taking mm -hmm. time for self care if yes. you if you schedule that time and you make it a priority things will become easier that's what i wanted to say <laughs> it's so you're so cute it's so true i mean and that's why even you know i i work with you and and we do things and you know we've come up with a really good system for ourselves but in the end, as I tell everyone, even people that I literally do most of the work for, if the the best way that you can get traction on your accounts is to go live. Mm. And I can't do that for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is, that's, the, that's like the one thing I can't do for you. I can coach you. I can tell you. I can lead you. I can write your copy. I can do all of those things. But... I cannot go live for you. And so that's why to me, and this is how I really want everyone to think of it. For example, you did that fabulous. And if you if people, if you haven't seen it, be sure to check it out on, on Nikki's IGTV on Instagram. You did that mini masterclass. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was so great. I'm loving for you to do it again. And what Did you guys hear is, that? Did you hear that? <laughs> I want you to, did you hear the inflection I, in the voice there? I want you to do that again. <laughs> Oh my I, gosh, I was that. fully turned into coach right there. I was like, listen, young lady, I need some more videos. All right. Um, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But, but what was great is that you could send me those videos and a few lines of copy. And then I watch the video and I can figure that out for mm -hmm. myself and post it for you. And then we can repost it and then we can put it on Pinterest and wherever. I mean, you did one action. Mm -hmm. And we used it in multiple places in multiple right. ways. Yeah. And Repurposing content. You so do beautiful. not have to create new content all the time. That was so nope. hard for me. I was like, oh, I have to do, but I have so much information. And, and teachers, we have so much information already that needs to be shared again and just repurposed. Yes. I, yep. 
That was a hard Absolutely. one for me. It, and it, it is, it's hard for everyone. And we do all have lots of information and fresh content is fun and exciting for sure. But there are definitely ways to spread the love around. And when, you know, you could do one video and that can go in a bunch of places. So I really think that, and remember, like, I, I think in the next few years, we will have to pay to have business pages. Ooh. It probably is coming. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have any insider information. I don't know that for a fact, but it seems likely, um, you know, we, we will see. I mean, you can see the trend. I mean, for those of you who love LinkedIn, I mean, the changes on LinkedIn have been just fabulous. And they, they sort of took the lead from Facebook and they, but they still keep it in a professional business way. So those of you who are uh, really heavily into the academics and whatever, um, that that's a, it's a great platform, mm -hmm. but think outside the box. You know, I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn a lot as a performer because hello, event planners hang out there. Right. And event planners hire me to sing and play piano at corporate events. Right. So that's when you have to expand your thinking. Mm -hmm. It's not always the direct client that it's not necessarily that your students are hanging out there, right. but you know, the, the parents are surely almost every parent who is, is on working LinkedIn. in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. I made that mistake. I, uh, LinkedIn, I'm better on LinkedIn, but I was kind of ghosting LinkedIn. And then I, when I logged in, there was all, a, a, quite a few messages mm -hmm. from parents and that's how they wanted yes. to, that's how they wanted to get in touch with me. And I found a whole bunch of referrals and questions wow. from parents who <laughs> hang out on LinkedIn and then, of mm -hmm. course, the next time when I saw them in my teaching studio, I'm like, you know, I don't hang out on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, I know it can get a lot, but but it's, you know, it's just a if you come up with a little system, you could even have one platform per day. Mm, that's a good tip. You know, people could do that, you know, especially, you know, that's why I like doing the coaching as well as the actual work because mm. I can, you know, each, each business is so different and unique yes. that you know, it might not work for them to do a certain thing, but it might work really well to do this thing. So, um, that's why I just think that, if you can keep an open mind about social media and don't, don't be down on yourself if you don't post all the time, mm -hmm. but you just have to plan. And like I said, one or two times a week is a great starting point, Yeah, a great starting point. And if you're consistently posting on Tuesdays, people will, it's really crazy, but we will all start noticing, oh, you know, on Tuesdays, so-and-so posts, so I got to go check it out. Yeah, I it's love really that. crazy. Mm -hmm. No. I wanted to share with our listeners, you, like you, you've, you were talking about your clients and so you offer different services. So you do social mm. media, um, um, you do manage some accounts, but you're also yes. available as a coach and you have a special package specifically for my listeners, which I love. So can you, can you tell everybody about that? So if you're a teacher, maybe you're, maybe you're just getting started on social media, or maybe you recognize that it's time for you to really step up and you would like, you would like this lovely lady to hold your hand through it. And I can't <laughs> recommend that enough because I too was 
in completely overwhelmed and I certainly feel so much uh, better about about social media because of her. So tell everybody about your special little little package for them. Yay. So um, one of my favorite things to do, as I said, is to coach and to evaluate um, somebody's social media. So Mm. I've set up a 90 minute session for your fantastic listeners. And um, it's a very special price that only your listeners get. So I think you're going to put that in the show notes, right? That link. Yes, I've got a direct link. link. A direct link straight to straight to the social butterfly guru, which is me, and um, and basically what I'll do is I will help you. I will evaluate what's going on, and we'll see where you're at, and then I can help you lay out a plan, a plan of attack, and then I'm going to be honest with you. And this is the way I conduct my teaching studio too. Once you become a client, I I, I encourage you to message me and to email me and to message me through Facebook or whatever and say, Hey, will you just go look at what I did? Do you think it's, do you, am I on track even after our session? Because it's so silly for people to wait in between sessions mm. to ask their question mm. because then, then for me, I'm like, Oh, we, we could have fixed this two weeks ago with one question. I always Somehow, even with my crazy schedule, I always find time to answer people's questions, um, especially if they're a client. All my clients get put to the front of the line. Mm. Um, I'm actually so excited to say that I have hired a um, a young lady who is helping me. So those questions are going to get answered even faster. Oh, I love it. And we're- yeah, we're gonna we're we're really trying to up the ante. I have a, a private Facebook group that you can join, um, that I'm gonna be loading content into so that it, it's teaching people and how to use social media on in a general kind of sense. And um, there's just nothing better than watching somebody's account grow mm-hmm. and flourish. Say things like, "My show is sold out. My studio is full. Oh my, ah." I don't know where that all came from with me, but it just fills my heart so much. I and um, I, I just, I love it. I love my clients. I love ha- helping them get through this, the quagmire, if you will. <laughs> I love it. Well, Karen, I am going to put that direct link to yeah. your website um, for your services. And I, I, I do recommend if anybody is just not sure or needs some one-on-one help. I can't recommend it enough. I, you know, and I, I think my biggest mistake, Karen, was not reaching out sooner, you know, and it's Uh the same thing with, with, uh, business coaches and, Mm. you know, or I mean, I, even, even professional development, you know, it's like when when we we like, oh, we finally sign up for that course or we finally go and, and, and to that, to that uh, certification course. And then we Mm -hmm. think, all we can think is why did I not do that sooner? I know it's true, but you know, that, that's all right. uh, That's okay. We're getting we're getting there. We'll get there. So uh, I'm going to put our link to uh, Karen's uh, website for our special, the special um, offer that she has. And Karen, of course, because social media is forever changing and you are forever awesome. We'll have you back probably. Yay, I love it. So we are now in our fourth season and Karen's going to be, you're going to be sprinkled throughout the season to keep everybody <laughs> up and, uh, and, uh, 
up to date with their social media. And I have to tell my listeners, Karen is in um, uh, Nevada. (laughs) Yes. And she gets up at 5 o'clock in the morning to do a 6 (laughs) a.m. interview because we're three hours apart. So... (laughs) I can't tell you how much I appreciate your early morning conversations. Oh, um, I love it. Are you kidding? I love it. It's so, I love doing it. I love seeing your beautiful face and <laughs> chatting all things social media and music studios, right? It's I so much it. fun. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Now, before you go. Yes. And now the warm up of the week. Warm up of the week oh right what, what is what is the the vocal exercise or one of your warm-ups that you're using in your studio what are you what are you using gosh I love these I love my SOVTs of course right mm. we use the straw and the and the lip trills one of the really great things is um it's this um me mm-hmm. on the half step oh. um Right. Going up by the half step and going back to the one and then and only going to the five. So me, oh, me, oh, me, oh, me, oh. And you're going up by each half step. Really? It's oh, and I love it for myself. My pros always complain and cry about it. And my kids are like, ooh, that's so You know how it is. I love that the professionals are giving you a hard time. That's so typical. So so cute. I love that it has moving in chromatics. That is a yes. challenge. It's uh, a challenge. I don't think we do that one enough. Um, yes. And I know for teachers that are preparing students for examinations, there is yes. always a chromatic passage. Always. Every so time. I, I like that you, so you're going up the semitone each time. I like the, yes. the use of the vowel too. Yes, doing me o and then going up chromatically to the five. So it basically is the one three five chord is the right. easiest way to think of it as the person who is playing. Sure. If you're going to play it, and then you just go back to the one each time, and then and then move up to the next. Then you know move up chromatically as a whole as well. Okay. So then I usually do that. I usually do it from me personally. I start on a. Um, a, what is that? A three, and then go to A four, so that it gives a, it gives all of that, and it's really good. That way, it's not too high, not too low for anyone, mm-hmm. and um, but it does go through the passaggio, so it gets that workout in there, mm. where you're like, oh, where do I put my voice on that? So yeah, I love that exercise. It's definitely a little bit advanced, but. I tell you, kids are amazingly talented. Oh, my gosh. You know, I always catch myself thinking that things are going to be too difficult for my kiddos, and then they ace it. And then I think, and then I think, wow, maybe I'm not challenging (laughs) you enough. Yes, yes. They are just enormously talented, those beautiful brains. And music just, of course, as we know, it just expands their brains and gets those synapses clicking. (laughs) So, yeah, this is a good exercise. Love it. I love it. I love you. Thank you so much. I look forward to our next conversation. And I'm going to put all your information into the podcast page. And as always, just thank you so much for a wonderful combo. Thank you for having me. I love chatting about all this stuff and chatting with you. And I hope everyone just has a beautiful butterfly field day.
A very special thank you to Karen for her passion and her expertise in all things social media. Now, if you would like some one-on-one help, please take advantage of Karen's offer. Please check the links in the show notes or on the podcast page and feel free to reach out to her. She is amazing, as you can tell from our interview and our conversations. And she will be returning to the podcast every once in a while just to keep us all updated. I want to thank the fine people from My Music Staff for the My Music Staff Business Minute. And I want to thank you, the voice teacher in the trenches, working so hard and sharing your wonderful passion for singing with students of all ages. If you have a moment, please leave a rating and review for this podcast. That helps us so much. And if you are looking for some fun resources for your teaching studio, thefullvoice.com is the place to be. Wishing you, as always, inspired teaching and happy singing. Thank you for listening to the Full Voice Podcast. For more information and teacher resources, please visit our website at thefullvoice.com. Made by Canoe Music. Canoe Music.ca.